I was just standing by my front door the other night uh, admiring the driveway lights that I had just put in and the next thing I knew I was sitting on the floor I assumed the push-up position and I pushed Mr. Floor didn't budge very embarrassing my lady wonder wench tried to help me up but I guess I've had too many fries with my burgers and it wasn't working so she called 911, and the great Pocopson, Pennsylvania Volunteer Fire Department sent some folks over, and they got me into bed. Those people, they're like the Lone Ranger. They show up, they do the job, and leave. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Turns out I had a temporary ischemic attack. I think that's how you say it. The doctors call it a TIA. It's a mini-stroke. They say a TIA doesn't cause permanent brain damage, and I'm glad about that. And it is, I suppose, definitely time to exercise the gratitude attitude that I've been honking about in my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug. One of the good things that I am grateful for is that it happened at home, not while I was driving my car or flying my airplane. That could have been messy. Lots of you found out about it, and I got tons of encouraging emails. That was very good. Because those emails help you stay focused on getting better. And I am. Got some phone calls from some radio guys I know. And um, they said that it hasn't affected my voice. What do you think? Drop me a note, will you? At dick at dicksummer.com. Here's a podcast from a while ago to compare. I'm Dick Summer. And it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Dick Summer, the pseudo-superhero here. I got my Indiana Jones hat on my head, my bathrobe with the He's the Wiz embroidered on it. I'm sitting here in my big, comfortable black leather poppet chair in the living room. You'd think I'd be ready to say that magic word, Shazam. That is a powerful magic word. But my lady wonder witch hit me with one at least twice as powerful the other night. I'll tell you about it. In case you forgot, Shazam is the word that turns an ordinary kid named Billy Batson into Captain Marvel. Gives him the wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, and the speed of Mercury. That's where they got the name Shazam. It's... Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. And that is exactly what a Louis Louis generation guy needs these days when your feet are hurting and you're way behind on a work deadline. And, of course, that's the time when your computer goes down. So in order to save a little time, you go out to do a little work on your car. So your hands get full of grease, which makes your nose start itching, and naturally you have to pee, which is exactly when the new neighbor with the long legs and the tank top and the short shorts drops by to say hello, and the phone starts ringing. So you trip over the sliding door track. You grab the phone, which slips out of your greasy hand, and, of course, it's a telemarketer. That's the way life goes sometimes for a Louie Louie generation guy. (music) 
And I've always been a big fan of magic words because I think they help you out, you know? At least in your own mind. They kind of snap you out of a bad mood. They, they make you smile when four out of five voices in your head are telling you, hey, it's time to turn in your cape with the big red S on the back and chuck your blue leotard. Just give up. Draw a little balloon over your head, right? Superman doesn't live here anymore in it. Hey, who needs Superman when you have an Indiana Jones hat and a whiz bathrobe? Or better yet, if you got Wonder Wench around. But you better watch out for that magic lightning bolt when I say Shazam. I guess most Louis Louis generation folks don't usually use magic words. You know, we're, we're more inclined to remember the words of Big Louie, his own bad self. The chief mustard cutter of the Louis Louis generation, who said, quote, Dare to be indifferent, end quote. And there's a lot to be said about that kind of approach. Cuts down on headaches, makes Viagra unnecessary, even makes possible to live in the same zip code with people who are closely related to you but happen to be teenagers. That's not the easiest thing in the world to do. But I think it can take dare to be indifferent way too far. My buddy Mike does that. He thinks it's cool, you know, and I, well, I guess he's right. But sometimes I want to grab him by the ears and shake him and holler, wake up, get a life, shazam. Now, Big Louie doesn't mean you ought to be indifferent to passion. What he just means that you shouldn't drive up to a guy who just caught you off and administer the finger. But he also means that you should have the guts to be indifferent to people who snicker at you because your eyebrows wiggle and your ears twitch and your fingers flip around when somebody like my lady Wonder Wench, who has one of those pancake syrup voices, stands very close to you and listens very carefully to everything you say, doesn't take her eyes off you, you know, then kind of smiles slowly and runs her finger around your ear. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not something that happens every day. But some nights, you know, you get lucky. You're, you're wearing your Indiana Jones hat and your bathrobe that says the whiz on it. Hey, Shazam! Dicks to Tales. A bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. Did you ever realize that Superman is the only superhero who disguises himself as a human? All the other guys are humans who put on masks and costumes to look superhuman. There's another thing about Superman that appeals to me as a member of the Louis Louis generation. Captain Marvel has to get zapped by a magic lightning bolt. Spider-Man has to get bitten by a radioactive spider. Wonder Woman won a contest with her fellow Amazons. But Superman got his magic powers by doing absolutely nothing. I'm good at that. Getting better every day. If you have nothing better to do right now, check out your fingers. You have a thumb, an index finger ring finger, and a pinky. You also have one more finger. That one in the middle doesn't have a name. What should we call that middle finger? Got any suggestions? Send them to dick at dicksummer.com. And speaking about names, our moon is the only moon in the solar system that doesn't have a specific name. We just call it the moon. It's like calling your dog, dog. Your cat, 
Dog. <laughs> what is that all about? The, the moon is the lover's passion planet, but it doesn't have its own name. Maybe we should take a hint from lots of lovers at one-hour hotels and call it Planet Smith. I don't know. Dicks to Tales. They take your mind off your mind. Passion's powerful. Lots of people. All governments. Most religions are afraid of it. Passion destroys some relationships and it keeps others going against all kinds of odds. What's hot and what's not. Mostly it's very subjective. A very short and clingy black dress. That's hot to me. Guy with fiery eyes. Hot to a lot of women. Warm hands in private places. Hot to most people, I guess. My Lady Wonderwench says a man with very masculine attitude is hot. What she means is bold but kind and gentle. And she says she can tell a lot by the way a guy carries himself. She likes a guy with confidence and strength and pride, with a very strong but gentle voice and strong eyes. And he has to smile a lot. I try, I try. Now, that's not macho, by the way. A macho guy is afraid of anything gentle. He's afraid the other guys will say, hey... You're being gentle. What kind of wimp are you, you know? I have a feeling that's one of the problems the guy had in this story from the First Night Connection's personal audio CD. The story's called The Tiny Dancer. A tiny dancer crossed the downtown street this afternoon. No music and an audience of one. You. High heels, flaring skirt, sparkling eyes, shoulders back, arms swinging comfortably a graceful tiny lady working out her life your ex-wife you pretended you didn't see her you just kept looking in the video shop window watching her reflection in the glass and wondering how women get to walk like that it was the first time you saw her since the divorce you remember what a relief it was for you that day you finally had your freedom. You never wanted to get married in the first place. She got pregnant, and you both thought it would be the right thing to do. Just a week after the wedding, she had a miscarriage. And you were feeling very trapped. She loved dancing. You loved football. She liked the evenings at home. You liked beating the guys for some brewskis. She was the Beatles. You were the Stones. She was a legal secretary, a good one. She made pretty good money. You managed a supermarket. You've been promoted to district manager since the divorce, and you've been doing very well. And you have become an outstanding student of seduction. You found that standing with your thumbs in your belt and your fingers pointing down and watching a woman with a friendly smile on your face always gets you her attention. And if you pay close enough attention to everything she says and speak to her in a quiet but confident voice, most women will begin playing with their hair. And that's when you say something amusing. And when she laughs, if you just watch her very intently, very often she'll begin to slowly roll her hips and cross and uncross her legs. And that's when you touch her gently on the wrist. And when she looks down, you kiss her lightly on the hair. Your bed is very seldom a cold and lonely place. 
All in all, you're very pleased with your life. No cares, no obligations, no feeling trapped. So why can't you get this afternoon's picture out of your head? Just a tiny dancer crossing a downtown street, working at her life. Dainty but strong. Delicately balanced between determination and sexiness. Why can't you stop wondering if she was ever glad that she wore your name? sink in that day what he lost kind of sad that's called the tiny dancer it's from the original night connections personal audio cd if you like it you can just keep this podcast or if you like a fresh copy just go back to dicksummer.com download it from the cd baby icon oh yeah i told you what my lady wonder wench thinks is hot now here's some of the things that she told me last night are not hot she said the following things are not hot Bad manners, bad breath, dirty fingernails, insecurity, bluster, bullies, and flabby butts. And then she hit me with a couple of magic words that put Shazam to shame. I just stepped out of the shower, so I wasn't wearing my Indiana Jones hat, and I was just putting on my He's the Whiz bathrobe, and she kind of smiled at me. You know, one of those slow wonder when she smiles, and then she said, Hey, nice butt. I didn't even need my hat or my bathrobe in a flash. I became Dick Summer, the pseudo-superhero. Who needs Shazam when Lady Wonder Wench is around? Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.